Hello everyone, Dennis here to let you all in podcast land know about a special contest we're holding on the N6T official Discord that we are having a really cool art contest. And the way it works is people can submit the artwork and then they can vote on the artwork and then we will take the top voted artwork and turn that into a cool sticker that we're going to give away on the Discord for free. And the higher the rank that you are, the better chance you have of winning. So get in the Discord server, start chatting away, don't spam, or we're going to ban you. And if you want to join the Discord, it is discord.gg slash nzxt. And if you want to learn about the club, it is nzxt.com slash club. And it is 100% officially the number one Discord server in the world, rated by the nzxt community. And if anybody tells you different, you can call the cops on them. All right. With that, thank you very much and enjoy the show. Yes, hello. I was wondering if you could play that song again. Hmm, which one, man? The one that goes beep, boop, 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 pop, beep, boop, 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 pop, boop, 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 pop. Beep, 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 beep. Welcome to episode 18 of the N60 Club Cast, the official podcast of the N60 community. The podcast is recorded live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on the official NZXT Discord server and is available to stream wherever you stream, listen, download, hold your podcasts. My name is Dennis. With me today, as always, is Ivan. Shout out to all the crabs out there. Yep. And today's guests, uh, guests, multiple guests, uh, are the cam team. Uh, no, nope, wrong. It's the cam crew. Cam crew. The difference. I kept saying, I, 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 I kept seeing cam team, and I'm like, cam crew, cam team. Which one do I like better? Which one do I like worse? I personally like cam team, but I, I know that's why but, we have to say cam crew because I know crew. I know what you like. <laughs> I want to do everything you don't like. I know that. Um, okay, so. First off, from the team is Jeff. Hi. Hi. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning. How you doing, Jeff? <laughs> Do you want me to say something else? <laughs> say whatever you want. It's you. This is, is, this right. is your time to shine. I, my favorite thing to do is introduce Sitong. All right. And then, of course, we have Sitong. Is it get up from his chair? Hey guys, uh, thanks for the intro, Jeff. Yeah, bro. <laughs> uh, you know, my favorite thing to do is to introduce Joe. Joe? Who's Joe? Who is Joe? Joe Mama. <laughs> this is the worst podcast so introduction bad. of my life. I don't know, I don't know why. Canceling well, this. It's funny because every podcast episode, I literally write out word for word 
what Dennis has to say, and he never reads it. And he always tells me, "Can you print out the 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 intro for me?" And uh-huh. I I print it out, and then he never reads it. <laughs> like, Kitty's Bugsy says, Jeff makes it so awkward. Jeff makes everything awkward. Yeah. <laughs> is, I, is I just started. How am I already awkward? <laughs> um, <laughs> so Jeff, Sitong, and Joe uh, are from the Cam crew, yes. and they're the basically the the big bosses of what makes the Cam the N sixty Cam software work we'll we'll get into that in a in a minute jeff is the product manager yes joe is the it's on the sheet is it on the sheet it nope. should be it's not, it's not on the sheet <laughs> i guess it's not maybe i messed up you know <laughs> every episode i print out what dennis has to say and he doesn't read it except when i don't write it down but joe's joe's a designer <laughs> and satong i believe correct me if i'm wrong is an engineer yeah, we're the trifecta on the cam team here. Oh, you got one of each. One of each what? One of each. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I was like, what? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, so for those of you who don't know, we actually ran a uh, AMA yesterday on the N60 subreddit, uh, yesterday being November 20th, 2019, for those who are listening in podcast land. Um, and uh, I think it went pretty well. I think we got to, uh, you know, a couple of pretty good questions and uh you know i think uh it was it was more positive than i was expecting yeah, it feels really weird actually yeah because <laughs> whenever we ever post about cam people are always like really like angry like why is this broken why is that broken why is this broken and then like the time we actually have people from the cam team to actually talk about it they're like i love cam it's it's the best i've been using it for years it gets better every time and like oh, okay yeah. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's why we wanted to have the cam on the podcast is because like this is really the like the first time where you know we spent like actual time and resources and just a lot of like energy into into improving cam and to me cam right now is like the best it's ever been and i think one of the reasons why on the ama there was you know hardly any complaints is because there's not much to complain about anymore obviously the software is still not perfect no software is but um you three guys have been working really hard along with the rest of the of the cam crew um, so thank you for your service. Much appreciated. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know if you guys want to dive into it too much right now, but the it's minute, definitely yeah. a short list of things that users wanted. Uh-huh. And I'm glad that users are like really vocal about what they want out of Cam. Right. Because it shows that they care and I understand why, right? You get this case and you load it up with sick RGB and then something goes wrong with the software, it can be really frustrating. So it's nice that people care and it's nice that they tell us what they want. Cause then we can do it. <laughs> it's nice that you care. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> much. Um, so before we get into that, cause I, I mean, we have like all podcasts to talk about uh, cam. We want to know who are Jeff Sitong and Joe, who are, who are you guys? So I, I want to start with the, from left to right here on my screen, Jeff, how the heck did you end up, end up at NZXT? Uh, that might be sort of an interesting question. Um, I, I actually started my career as a community manager. So the same role huh. as as you guys, right? Same sort of org as you guys. Does that mean that we're gonna end up like you one day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. When you turn thirty-four, Ivan, you'll be at my place. Oh man! <laughs> Just gotta find a time machine. <laughs> um, I started in community management. Uh, our first company was a company called We Game, which was a uh, like a video of your video games sharing service platform. It was like YouTube for gamers was the tagline back then. And uh, in 2008, that didn't sound as ridiculous as it does now, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, 
I worked there. I worked in customer service for a little while, uh, and then I worked back at a uh, another startup called Forge, uh, where Sitong and I worked together. And at Forge, I was a product manager, and then uh, we all joined NZXT at the same time about a year and a half ago. So that's how I got to here, and that's it for me. That you said interesting. That was it's just like a regular story. I worked at one place, now I work here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was expecting like you met someone at like I don't know like some events and then you more detail, but, uh, got fired I, from a job or something and you're sitting no, in the rain. Guess, and, well, it is it is actually an interesting story because it's a sign we'll make like, camp for food. Like uh, <laughs> Jeff mentioned that you know he was part of the Forge team and that's how he ended up NZXT. Yeah, yeah. And for those that don't know, you know for the longest time, NZXT we were trying to do this software stuff ourselves, you know and. We did not know how to do software, to be honest, because we were primarily, you know, a case company that just designed and made cases. And because of that, um, it was also really hard to have people that knew how to work on software want to work at our company. Because, who, you know, if you're if you're a good software developer, you're going to want to work at Google, Apple, companies like that. Um, and, you know, they wouldn't really want to even consider NZXT and we obviously can't even match the type of money that those types of companies pay. So what ended up happening was um, Johnny just one day said, you know what, maybe we, we should just like hire a whole team that can do this right. And um, the, you know, the, the best way to do that was to actually like just bring on the entire Forge team. You know, Johnny and Jared have been friends for a while and um, Forge was an awesome app and for the last, I think, year and a half, uh, the Forge team has just been hammering away, just fixing Cam every single day until till today. I think the question that Ivan's really asking is, how disappointed are you that Google didn't buy you out first? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> does Google make Krakens? I don't think so. Well, that's dude. true. They ain't got no RGB. <laughs> I see no colors on that Stadia. Just saying. <laughs> not yet. I think they're not listening to my this. Stadia, my Stadia arrives today. Oh, really? Yeah. Excited about it? I am. Are you going to go home early to play Stadia? No. <laughs> Busy day to day. <laughs> I, I seriously just got it because the controller looks like the Discord logo to me. <laughs> That's why I wanted you it. put it on a necklace and wear it around. So people know what you're about. Yeah. So, Sitong, what's your story? How'd you get here? Yeah. Uh, well, How are you best with the Pika Blob? So Thankfully, like, we weren't acquired by Google because we'd be sweating bullets right now for <laughs> from that release. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so Jeff went into some of the detail with the with the Forge acquisition and everything. Um, how I got to Forge. Um, so I was kind of a late bloomer when it came to uh, software engineering. Um, I didn't study it in school or anything. Um, I actually, if, if any of you guys know what an actuary is, an actuary for a couple of years before uh, before I transitioned to becoming an engineer. Are those the people that tell you when you're going to die? <laughs> they uh, don't tell you when you're going to die. They just figure out how much it's worth for you. <laughs> to you live? <laughs> Your life is worth one dollar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was actually working in uh, medical malpractice, so we were trying to oh, price yikes. how... <laughs> How how much it costs when when a doctor leaves like uh, something inside of you during surgery wow. and you just forget to take it out, something like that. How much does it cost if someone leaves a kraken inside of me? It's actually like probably a, a really good uh, requirement to have to work on cam. 
Yeah, I think you have to pay to get a Kraken added to you, actually. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to add it to your BLD purchase. Yeah, but uh, growing up as a kid, uh, I my my jump into gaming was uh, with the, the N64. Uh, I think my first game was like Yoshi's Island or something like that. Um, I'm sorry. No, it was a great game. <laughs> I feel like everybody has good memories of their first game, regardless of what it is. Yoshi, Yoshi's Island is a good game, but not the best Mario game out there. Yeah, it's, a weak Mario it's offering. It's not even a Mario game. It's a, a Yoshi Mario game. Yeah, I, I, I classify uh, Yoshi as a Mario game. It's a Yoshi game. Same way that, like Yoshi's Yarn is in a Mario game. It's a Yoshi game. It's part of the Mario universe. A lot of things are part of the Mario universe, but they're not Mario yeah. games. Luigi's Mansion is it a Mario game. Is that a Mario game? <laughs> the best Mario game is Mario is Missing. <laughs> Luigi teaches typing. <laughs> I remember that. I remember. I remember using that. Uh, the games are actually probably some of people's first forays into the Mario game. Yeah, like I remember playing like Oregon Trail on like Max when I was in elementary school. I said, like, "All right, we're going yeah. to the library to use the computers." <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> All right. Um. So last but not least, and my favorite, who is Joe? Joe. So your name is actually Joe. Like we weren't joking. Uh-huh. And it's like, actually Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Your name's Joe. Huh? Uh, I get it. It's oh, a joke. Yeah. Uh, everyone's <laughs> talking about Joe right now. How much do you hate that? Like real talk. You know, I have honestly gotten that. Like the earliest I can remember getting that was actually in middle school. Um, I had a woodshop teacher who would bust that out all the time. <laughs> That's like one of the oldest jokes I've ever heard. Yeah, like it's it's so funny that it came back because like one day I'm on Instagram and someone's like, "Hey, who's Joe?" And I'm like, "I don't get it." I'm like. And then they hit me with it. I'm like, oh no, I'm like, it's just, it's just coming back. And now it's like, all, they're all coming back. Joe and Candace and Mike and uh, Yuri, like all these. <laughs> you guys, you guys can uh, figure those one out for yourselves. But Joe, how did you end up in ZXT on the yeah. cam team? Yeah, for sure. Um, so unlike Jeff and Satong, I actually volunteered to work for NZXT. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. forced into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I originally got into design, um, actually through gaming. Um, I was a big Counter-Strike 1.6 player, uh, played a ton, and actually started getting into design by making uh, like online forum signatures for my clan. <laughs> and thankfully, thanks to the Pirate Bay or Demonoid or whatever, I pirated Photoshop and learned oh, how, how to work on Photoshop. I Demonoid, oh my thanks God. That, now, like, that, that, that's what basically started my career, which is kind of crazy through a pirated copy of Photoshop. Um, but no, I had, uh, I've been freelancing for a while. I've worked for a couple of different agencies. Um, I have about eight years of experience in design. And before this, I was actually working for um, a company called PVP Live that had uh, essentially sold their business and uh, created an agency. Um, so I was working with them kind of as their, their lead designer over at, uh, the, um, the company name was Disro. And then I saw the NZXC was hiring. I'd heard of their cases. I liked their design aesthetic. Uh, it was kind of right up my alley. It was something that I would put on my desk and something that I would use. So that's what kind of piqued my interest to start working, uh, or, or at least to apply to NZXT. And Joe definitely does not use pirated Photoshop at NZXT. Not anymore. Nope. nope never that. have. Never have. We get that never creative have. cloud licenses now. We got that Adobe money. <laughs> that's right. So, um, but before you move on, yeah. uh, just want to say, Joe, you did a fantastic job on Cam, dude. It looks awesome. Yeah, no, it looks really, really oh. good. Thanks. Well, I, I mean, 
I do have to say that um, I I inherited pieces of Cam that were already designed. I take it back uh, then. Yeah, yeah. You can give you, you can give your praise to the other designer, Dad. Yeah. Uh, but no, um, I started working on Cam uh, once we started bringing in overclocking and dark mode is all me. Um, so yeah, but no, that uh, that created a really good kind of start to it, and we're just yeah. adding to it and changing it. It's continuing to evolve. Um, I feel like every every couple of weeks we add something new to it, or we're working on something new. Yeah, I feel like um, the there's like a bunch of like little design changes that make the app feel, I guess, snappier to me. A like, little bit better. Bit even like bit, the, yeah. just like when you hover over an icon and then the little gear spinning or whatever, like just little things <laughs> like that just make the app feel a lot smoother for me. Yeah, it definitely gives like a really nice, like clean, um, like modern look to it. You know, um, and I love how on um, the tabs, uh, the font is spaced out because that's yeah. that's how I do uh, <laughs> all the the stuff on Trello board. I I do it with like a yeah like the same type of style it's like a neat like a aesthetic kind of look yeah. to it right um so joe actually touched on something that i thought was really interesting and i kind of want to just like dive right into so like you guys didn't like just invent cam like you guys inherited the software and inherited something that let's just be honest people really weren't super happy with which is why we brought an entire team to work on cam so like can you just talk about uh can you talk a little bit about what kind of challenge that is jesus like hey here's software nobody likes it make it good <laughs> very broad question i know but like what are your guys thoughts on that who wants to go first <laughs> anybody can <laughs> uh I'll, I can go first. Oh, okay go ahead Jeff. yeah so um so i mentioned that i have a lot of agency background and that's kind of like where where the bulk of my design experience has been right um and most of the time when companies come to an agency um typically they want something redesigned or something built from the ground up right um so that's just a huge challenge of itself to kind of work in a, in a completely different environment where something is already created. You have a lot of the, the resources and the framework already there. Um, obviously you're going to add new features and change new things, but uh, it's a little difficult to go in and take an existing style and almost pick it up from another designer. Um, because I like, I have my own design style and dad has his own design style. I, every single designer has their own design style. Uh, so it's, it's pretty difficult to go in and mimic that exactly and feel that that experience from like a micro level is all the same. Um, from from the large part, obviously it's gonna look and feel the same, um, but there's there's little nuances here and there that um, kind of set us apart and makes it kind of difficult to kind of mimic that um, and keep the experience going uh, so that it's uh, seamless. All right, cool. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where like, you know, especially when you're doing like UI UX, right? It's, it's like the, the previous designer had an idea of how it should be and then you're gonna have to figure out if you're going to keep on that same track, if you even understand it and then, or just like, you know, throw it all away and make it yourself. Right. I mean, that's gotta be rough. Yeah. And um, fortunately, since we've added so many new things to cam, um, I've been able to kind of break my style into it and kind of phase into uh, phase into that. Uh, so that's been kind of great. All right. Uh, Joe Satong, you guys have a, you guys want to talk about that a little bit? Just like the act of like inheriting cam. Why did you call me Joe, dude? <laughs> Rude. There's too many, uh, too many J's up in here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, to to your point that you were mentioning, Dennis, like deciding between throwing stuff out and keeping stuff. I actually wish early on we had thrown more stuff out. There's certain stuff we preserved because we thought it was central to the cam experience. So an example of this and stuff that we might want to go back and change later. <laughs> are uh, circle dials, for example, right? So Cam 3.7 used a ton of circle dials. When you opened it, it was just circles everywhere. <laughs> right. uh, we kept 
some of them. Um, <clears throat> but if someone asked me why we have circles and why they're not vertical bars or something, it's hard to answer why. Right. And I think that's something that we should revisit because when we, when we inherited cam, it was very research driven. And I think, I hope that that shows to users, right? We started from what are users suffering from? The big things are they wanted more privacy. They wanted their devices to be detected regularly. <laughs> right. They wanted to, uh, oh, one thing that I think as an employee of NZXT, it's really easy to blind to is when you first open uh, cam in 3.7, it was just a, a whole wall of buttons and circles. And it's hard to tell exactly what you were interacting with at the time. Um, and if you work at can or if you work at NZXT for a long time, you'll get used to that and you don't even notice it anymore. But right. for new users, yeah. I think that was very overwhelming. So those were the three things we wanted to change off the bat. Mm -hmm. uh, and I wish we had changed more. Um, and we'll, with time, we'll go back and do it. You know, we have a lot of stuff on our plate. I think our roadmap right now probably extends out about nine months, but uh, nice. we get time to go back. There's what definitely was, stuff we want to go back and change again. What was the most satisfying thing to throw away? <laughs> uh, for me personally, it's definitely a tie up between those four circle dials and uh -huh. um, the left side icon navigation. Right. Uh, with no text on it, the, those icons, because a lot of those icons were trying to communicate very abstract concepts. Like what does an icon for overclocking look like? Or what is an icon for configuring your game overlay look like? People, <laughs> you would never know. Right. You had to have everything or click into it. Right. So and now those are probably top two. Right. And like now it's a tab that says overclocking. It says tuning, it says game, or it's like, okay, I know what it does because it's literally telling me, which I think it's like, I mean, if you, if you can't think of that in like a, you know, in like a, a good way that'll like translate to everybody mm -hmm. ever who's ever played a video game from multiple countries who are using the software because we support it, you know, all over the world, just write it out. <laughs> right. I remember that one of the first things Jeff threw out was dark mode. I got really mad at him. <laughs> well, no, we want, we always wanted to have dark mode. It, was just, yeah. it looks nice though. Monitoring uh, first. We couldn't just have a black square, Ivan. <laughs> you just want to have a black square on your desktop. No, I actually want a black uh, vertical rectangle for my vertical monitor. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Make, make anyway, it happen. You, Tony, do you have some thoughts on what we did in the redesign? It's got to be a lot yeah. from the engineering side, right? Yeah. Um, I think some of the... So we were all on engineering. We were excited to be able to start fresh because... Inheriting inheriting an, a code base that that works a certain way, like you do have to do a lot of parsing through that. Hold up, hold up, guys. Hold up, you guys' audio kind of took a big old dive there. Sitong's and uh, Jeff's audio kind of went weird. Yikes! You still there, uh, Joe? Yeah, man. Okay, yeah. Thank you, guys. Sorry about that, guys. We, we are so we, we are doing as demon spawn. <laughs> Chat's going nuts. Um, yeah. So this is a we are recording live, and we also are doing like a live call through like a video uh, through a video conferencing software because the uh, the cam team is actually in San Francisco, and we're in we're in uh, LA. So if the audio does act a little weird, sorry about that. This is the best call, best way we can kind of get these guys in here. You guys, uh, you guys, good to go? Yeah. Can you guys hear us now? Yeah. Perfect. There we go. You're good. Ooh, that was spooky. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll just start over. Um, for <laughs> for the engineers, uh, it's it's actually great to be able to start with the with a fresh code base because uh, we don't have to go in and try to figure out what was how everything worked beforehand. Uh, like there's a lot of lines of code that you'd have to read in order to 
to get a good mental model of how everything works. Um, and we were also able to bring in a lot of technologies that we were more familiar with um, and are fairly modern in, in the current um, current industry. Um, so just, just a quick runoff, like we're using Electron to do a lot of our um, desktop application uh, uh, core library features. And uh, that, that gives us a lot of tooling to, in order to, to be able to provide features and more quickly and just kind of focus on feature work rather than kind of some of the nitty gritty, like how you move your desktop window or how you update uh, right. in general. Those are all like solved problems in the industry. Uh, so for us not to have to focus on that means that we can just develop more features for CAM. Um, like the CAM Game Launcher and CAM Game Store and CAM Game Chat, right? Don't give it all away, dude. Cam yeah, server, so you kiss your cam homies goodnight. <laughs> NGXT, cam store. Cam everything, we'll yeah. I'm like 15. Uh, an actual, How long until people can weapon. download a download a Kraken? <laughs> <laughs> you want to download a Kraken, yeah. would you? Yeah. Digital Kraken. Maybe we'll do it for April Fools or something. <laughs> so, uh, you guys inherited uh, old old cam is what I call it, old cam, and then we're new cam, which is cam 4.0. Um, what are some of the new things that we added in in Cam 4.0 that you guys are like the most proud of and you guys like just are really happy that we finally got in besides dark mode because we all know dark mode is the best. I'll go first. I have one right away. I don't want someone else to say it. Um, <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> the uh, profile-based uh, configurations for your lighting and cooling and stuff uh -huh. like that, I think that's really cool because in old Cam, you used to, every time you wanted to change your lights, you had to go through one by one on your devices and change the color. Right. You had to change your fans one by one. Now you can just save a quick profile at the top and just blah, change all that stuff at once, which I think is really cool. Can we make that a noise? So like, so like, whenever like I save it, it goes blah, like just yeah, like that. Pretty. We should <laughs> actually add that as like an Easter egg. Right here, Bobby. Glitter rocks. I can't. I can't do it very well. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> well, it might come out. What about uh, you, Jeff? What's your favorite thing? You know, mine was going to be dark mode. Um, it's funny because <laughs> when I started, we didn't have dark mode. We had like an idea of it, but nothing was really created yet. Um, so I had all these files in light mode, but once I made dark mode, any additions that I make to the, to the file or like whenever we're adding new stuff is only done in dark mode now. So that's like the only version of cam that I know is dark mode. Um, but no, I would probably say uh, the games panel, I think is really cool. Um, I think it's cool to see like kind of the history um, and see like how long you've been on a game and kind of see like all the graphs with everything. Um, obviously that can be better and we're always improving that. Um, but I like going in and seeing kind of what I've played in the last week and for how long <laughs> so that I, I, I realize how many hours I'm wasting, but Crack uh, all your no, that's probably hours. Part. it's actually really funny because features like that don't really, they don't really add anything, but like, it makes you want to be like, Oh, I wonder how many hours I can like log in on this game this week. And like, uh, like, I have it on Steam and I have it like on like pretty much every like launcher that I have. And, and it's just really funny that it's on cam because like uh, it, uh, I know that like Destiny 2 has like issues with like just things hooking into it in general. But like I logged into Street Fighter 5 like once and I was like, oh, did you really spend five hours playing Street Fighter? I'm like, geez, what a nerd. <laughs> it, it makes me sad sometimes too when I look at <laughs> the hours. Sad. No, for real. It's like before I had a daughter because uh, I don't play uh, you know long hours as much anymore. But before I had a kid, man, like there were some days or some weeks. I'd be like, wow, I really played 40 hours of Counter-Strike. That's like a full-time job, you know? Um, it's a little depressing sometimes. 
It actually does seem like I'm still trash at this game after yeah. 100 hours. <laughs> yeah, for real. It is kind of a contentious feature. Some users really dislike it and want a way to turn it off. So, uh, what do you think that is? In very, your people have a very visceral reaction to that information. Mm -hmm. Some people are proud of it, and some people are, like myself, are more ashamed of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think people I just know. want the option to turn you know, everything they do, want off. Yeah. You know, whatever they want, really. Yeah, for sure. Which is, uh, I, for example, have logged, I think, 12 hours in Ring Fit Adventure since Friday. <laughs> not good. <laughs> it's not bad. Hours. It's not bad at all. I mean, I mean, if you're if you're getting buff. Yeah. Yeah. So, Tong, what's your favorite uh, favorite thing that you guys added in in in, in Camp 4.0? Um, honestly, it's, I think it's whenever we work on like heavily user requested features, that's always the stuff that, you know, really gets me going because then <laughs> I know people want it. I know people will, yeah, are just happy when we are able to release and we're, we're proud of something that we're working on. So honestly, for us to release a, a privacy mode is like a, a really big deal. I think it, it just really, uh, hit a home run with a lot of the users. Nice. Um, you guys want to get into the to the scary stuff now? Are you sure. It wasn't scary. <laughs> I mean, the audio issues, not the standing or scary, but <laughs> um, so okay, so let's let's actually roll it back a little bit and talk about Cram three point seven. Like what were like the, the, the biggest problems with that software? Other than like the dials and whatever the the Jeff was talking about, but like I know like the big one for sure was like the privacy issue, right? Or like the that, data collecting issue. Yeah, that was hands down the number one complaint. You yeah, know, that was like I, the biggest problem. Every uh, every day I would just dread opening up Reddit because I knew like just people were gonna be complaining about data collection. They want to opt out, and it was just the it was by far the biggest complaint was that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, at the time, uh, Cam was collecting from every user uh, frame rate data and would send it up to NZXT servers, but it was sending it way too frequently, is my understanding. This happened before uh, any of us worked at NZXT. Uh, it was sending up way too frequently and was putting a huge burden on users' computers. And then on top of that, there are also uh, the privacy concerns tied to that. Um, and then that also resulted in a later sort of, uh, I'm doing air quotes now, scandal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh when, yeah so, so the issue was resolved in i think 3.6 and then in 3.7 they changed the way cam's two processes communicated with each other so that they would use HTTP, http to communicate and for some network monitors that would look like network traffic so then users again were super concerned that oh my god they said they resolved this uh data issue and it's back again um yeah luckily like I think we've given users what they want in uh, in 4.0, now 4.1, as of last night. Um, Definitely for the data and privacy, I, I do think so. Not for everything, but at least for those two issues. So yeah, like, yeah. So, like, if I log in the cam right now, like, what information is being, like, recorded? Uh, I actually have an answer to this that I think maybe Satong should jump into it because he's more familiar with it. What are you taking from me, Jeff? What do you know about me? <laughs> <laughs> Sitong can talk about it. Well, we take extra information from you just because we like you. Yeah, we're ashamed of what you've been up to, Dennis. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, but for those that don't know what we actually do with that information, um, we sell it to Google. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so we can make the stadia better. We actually we used all that information to start our PC building service, you know, for 
14 years, NZXT was just a hardware company. Um, but we had all this data uh, from, you know, frame rates for different games and stuff. And that's when we um, got the idea that it would be cool to do a PC building service that was different than everyone else, where we can actually guarantee the performance for different types of hardware. And that's literally like all we use that data for. Um, nothing shady, nothing like, you know, what people might be concerned about. Um, we have no interest in that unless we get a really good offer, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, I, can use, I can use a brand new, you know, I have uh, some debt, you know, I still got to deal with. So if you guys, you know, want to yeah. want the back door, let me know. Let but me yeah, what always interested me about the privacy issues was like people would complain, like they would send me an email <laughs> from Gmail complaining about the privacy issues. And I would think like, don't they read the terms of service from Gmail? Because Google literally sells every single thing about your life. And for you to have privacy concerns about an app that has like way less, you know, like data than, than the app you're using to complain. It's kind of ironic. Right. Yeah. We for sure live in a post privacy world. I do understand why users want privacy and I think NZXT wants to deliver it to them. But if you want privacy, you're going to have to work really hard for it for most. If you want privacy, you just can't be online basically nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and at the same time, like, for myself, so me speaking from that with the company, like I mean, I don't care. Like I think it's dumb, right? Like if you're if you're if you even walk outside, right? Like there's like cameras that are recording your face, right? I mean, it's just the world that we live in these days. But you know, I mean, people ask for that to not be a thing, so we gave you the option to opt out of data collection and then even log into cam. So it's like you know, I asked I mean, not to be recorded during this podcast. Yet there's a camera right in my face, yeah, right in your face. Yeah, I don't, know why. <laughs> I don't know who's watching you right now, but there's a camera on me. Jeff, Sitong, and Joe <laughs> are staring at you right now. Hi. <laughs> Oh, someone got a notification. Uh, it was me taking a screenshot of Ivan's face. Yeah. Can you use it later? <laughs> yeah. So, so if you guys don't know, Jeff uh, and Ivan are like the two big like <laughs> screenshot takers in the company. So whenever there's like, whenever there's like a a, a a a video conference, they're just taking screenshots and sending it back and forth through Slack like the entire day. Jeff and I are kindred spirits. It's weird. I don't know why. Ivan and I really struck a chord with each other. It's probably because right you used to be a community manager. <laughs> that must be what it is. The funny and thing, I used to be, I used to be a product manager. So <laughs> the funny thing is that when it first started in ZXT and I first like actually met Ivan, he had a picture of some random dude on his desktop, right? It was like a printout picture and the eyes were crossed out. <laughs> and I'm like, dang, he must really hate this guy. Like, I don't know what he did to him. Like, is he like someone who's like yelled at him? And I'm like, yo, like Ivan, who's the guy? He's like, oh, that's Jeff. You'll learn about him soon. I'm like, oh, okay. Stay away from that guy. He hacks at Mario Kart. Yeah. So like, so like for the longest time, I thought that Ivan just like really did not like Jeff, and that was like his way is like kind of like poking fun at him. And then they find out that him and him and Jeff are like really good buddies, and like they talk all the time. <laughs> They're always joking I around. I poke fun at everyone. It's like you know, I, I just like having fun with people, at right? The, but at their expense, right? Mostly. But I mean, you don't have a photo of like and like anybody else with their eyes crossed out. Like you took the effort to print out a photo of someone in full color. Right and cross yeah. out their eyes and tape it to your desk. Yeah, you should put up a picture of Johnny at your desk with the eyes crossed out and see what happens. <laughs> Get a promotion. I'll tell him that you sent that to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, no, but yeah, when Jeff when Jeff joined, um, it I don't know, like it was just like, you know, as you, a lot of you know, I just like messing around. I'm always you know posting memes and jokes and goofing around, being sarcastic and stuff and. Jeff is, I think, the same way. You know, he started a dank memes chat in our Slack channel. He's always, uh, you know, goofing back and forth. So, I wish more people would 
would be like Jeff to be honest. Just it's just about having yeah. fun and <laughs> still you know do your job obviously, but like have fun with each other and just you know be uh be like be like Ivan and Jeff. <laughs> Actually, it is something funny because the San Francisco team I think is not exposed as much to the NZXT culture, which is too bad because we are I think we're a pretty goofy team. Like we we definitely all joke around. I feel bad that. I think there'd be a lot of good connections if we were all in the same city. Can Just we trade? Down. Can we trade Andy for you, Jeff? Andy Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be where he is, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna have a laugh a minute. This is right, right next to me and Ivan. Maybe we should day. do like we should do some trades with San Actually, Francisco. That'd be kind of cool if we did like a like an exchange program for yeah. like for like a couple months or something. We'll take uh, Jeff, Joe, and Satong for Andy, Vivian. And Dominic, really, Dominic. <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought for some, for some reason you, you were gonna say Eric. Nah, we need Eric here. I don't know. I I I think Eric would really like San Francisco. Yeah, but then who's gonna help me with like my <laughs> my uh, when I need something for like weave stuff? <laughs> I have a weave question. Where's my resident weave? <laughs> oh, yeah, Eric's like the original weave. Whenever I need something like weave related, I just go to him. I'm like, hey man, can uh. You can take a picture of a computer with like a weird anime figurine in it. He's like, no problem, man. I gotcha. <laughs> I actually have one right now. It's in my wallet. <laughs> Seriously, he, he has like a bunch of like weird stuff like that. He just pulls it out. Um. So yeah. So like, um, how is, is it's actually kind of a good transition. How how has uh life changed for you guys since you like again that left Forge but got like brought into the N60 family? How's it been different for you guys? Oh, he looks scary. <laughs> he looks scared. <laughs> Let me make sure I use uh, my non-demon voice. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's only when you talk. Yeah, why is that, Jeff? <laughs> um, I think some of the big changes are, you know, I think with NZXT, we, we immediately got this huge user base. Right. Uh, just like a lot, of, a lot of passionate fans and a lot of people who... Uh, are kind of like deeply embedded in in the industry and like just people who 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 follow gaming and I think that kind of re-energized a lot of our culture around like how we feel about about gaming and like the people that that we're serving. Um, so I, you know that's probably one of the most exciting things about working at NDXT, um, just being able to interact with like the community with this podcast and and you know with with all our social media and just hearing everybody's voice all the time right. uh, is always great um that's funny that's the part i hate the most is i have to do that every day <laughs> that's your job <laughs> uh we could just stay on the the easy side of life and just read all the uh, happy comments but actually like one of the cool things about nzxt is that you know yes i'm the community manager yes dennis is the social media dude but we're not the only ones like interacting with with the community um you know like it's everyone really like anyone who wants to yeah. It's actually I think a great time to tell everyone right now that um so after right now this podcast we're actually gonna work on doing this like right away is we're gonna give uh Sitong, Jeff, and Joe uh special roles in the server uh for the cam team. So if you guys have any questions about cam or any suggestions, cam uh cam crew, whatever. <laughs> um they'll be more available in the server and we actually been talking about having them more available on Reddit. Just because I know Reddit's a kind of it's a big place for like a lot of tech questions. Yeah. Like you have you have a lot of like people who know a lot and people who think they know a lot yeah on reddit 
Got to give the little jab to Reddit. I mean, it's just Reddit. You like Reddit's always like who cares like, the redditors? Yeah, exactly. Go um, buy some Reddit coin. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's a couple. How of many Reddit changes coins for a free PC? <laughs> we wanted a couple of changes we want to bring on uh, to the community to improve the cam the communication with yeah. the cam crew is. You know, so we started with the AMA yesterday, podcast today, and then after today, um, either today or tomorrow, we're going to implement the cam crew role on the server. So you'll be able to see, uh, you know, who's actually working on cam. And whenever you have a question or an issue or just a compliment or a complaint, whatever it is, uh, you can just reach out to them directly. Um, and hopefully uh, they'll be more active in the cam support channel. Um, and we just want to, you know, make make ourselves more available to to you guys listening out there. So feel free to bug these three whenever you need anything cam related. Yeah, I mean, for us and like our philosophy as a company is always like we want to be where you guys are at, you know. So that's why we're gonna, you know, be more active on Reddit in terms of the cam stuff, yeah. and have the cam team directly, cam crew directly on the Discord server. Change, so that change logs will now be uh, solely on Reddit. Right. Pinned. So you guys have an issue with. The specific update you can just reply to that pinned um right. change log and then the cam crew will uh help out yeah or just look at it and write it in a notebook and never talk to you again if or you're report being really you mean yeah just don't be them. mean just don't be mean to people <laughs> it's number number one rule don't be don't be a, a rude rude dude <laughs> um ivan do you want to talk about mario kart <laughs> sure because i know because i know you want to talk about mario kart with jeff so back when we were in our old office um the creative team moved one day into their own little room and jim decided he was going to make like this the, like a man cave <laughs> so he you know had bean bags he had uh televisions like you know it's basically like a giant like playroom he had like nerf guns everywhere um just like a really fun hangout spot so we would hang out there every single day at 12 and 4 to play mario kart and um you know a lot of people at work have switches and jeff is one of them and he would go in there on 12 and 4 and just destroy everyone um <laughs> that's why like everyone would just accuse him of hacking because he would do things that like nobody else could do um he would never lose he would pick like the worst characters and still win um hence the reason why i printed out his picture and crossed out his eyeballs we would like shoot um nerf darts at at his face all the time um <laughs> but we we don't play as often anymore because now that when once we moved to the new office it kind of um things changed like man. things changes because like there's a lot like everyone's like remodeling like for example me and dennis have been building this podcast room for like a couple Five months, months. Yeah, exactly <laughs> uh jim's been you know working on his stuff in his room um it's just a lot of uh jeff is working on fixing cam a lot of busy business <laughs> yeah it's also you guys had really bad internet at first too right like That's we tried true. to play when you guys first moved and then nothing would yeah the wi-fi here is really weird on on yeah. on the switch like for some reason nintendo doesn't like yeah. our wi-fi here and like it constantly disconnects us so we had to play locally yeah also q3 and q4 historically have always been the busiest time of the year for nzxts it's like mm. that's when like we do a lot of stuff you know um which like you know in the last couple of months we did the pop-up we did audio we did cam we did podcast we did you know all this <laughs> h510 elite like a bunch of stuff and we got more stuff coming out <laughs> sorry i was gonna say real quick uh vivian just posted a picture i think that's jen's head they're playing uh, Mario Kart, and there's a picture of Jeff right above the TV yeah. <laughs> where we have the Mario Kart put up on there. So. That's, yeah, we used to shoot Nerf darts at that every time he would 
hack and beat us. <laughs> so what people don't know is when we first started playing Mario Kart, I was by far the worst. I would lose every game. And so Dennis would understand this. Uh, I also I'm talking played about. fighting games growing up. I was like a big fighting game player. And people who play fighting games do not deal well with losing because <laughs> generally you, you understand as a fighting game player, you know, you only have yourself to blame. There's no right. teammates. hundred percent. Super true. Yeah. Yeah. So when I started, when I was losing at Mario Kart and other people were winning, I would never be like, oh, it's because he got a red shell and I only got a banana. You like in a, in fighting games, you try and control all that stuff and like right. just get down to what I did wrong and what did someone else doing better. Jeff so literally I, made spreadsheets for this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had the spreadsheets and stuff because I wanted to win. It's so important to me to win video games because I don't have a lot else in my life. So it was like super important to me to get on top. And when I did, it was like, it was one of the best moments of my life. <laughs> Winning Mario Kart. That is the thing. But when I, when I started, because I used to get so mad. And then as soon as I was making other people mad, I was like, yes, yes. Which is like a total, it's, it's what powers the entire fighting game community is that idea of like making someone else feel as bad as you felt when you yeah, were bad. I agree. Joe, how do you feel about that? I want Joe's input on this. You know, it makes a lot of sense, actually. <laughs> makes me understand Jeff at a more deeper level. It's actually funny because it's that's that's uh it's very true, and it's gonna ha why why like I respect fighting games more, in my opinion, than like any other game competitively. It's because if I'm playing Dota and I lose, I can I can maybe blame my team. If I'm playing CS:GO, I can maybe blame my team, right? If I'm playing whatever any other team competitive game, I can blame them. But if you're losing to fighting game, it's because you suck, and there's nothing else you can say about that. Oh, this guy's using cheap character. Well, then why don't, well, why don't you use a cheap character, right? Like, why don't you know you block this thing? So, like, it's one of those things that, like, I think it's actually made me, like, a better person because, like, it it, it kind of makes you shift the blame onto yourself. It's like, what could I do better as a person? Which is why this is now a fighting game podcast. Let's talk about <laughs> Street Fighter V Champion Edition. Jeff, thoughts? <laughs> I, I don't keep up with it anymore. <laughs> well, it does raise what, like... What would you guys say is the, I already know for Dennis, but for like Joe and Sitong and Ivan, I don't know what the video game you guys took most seriously in your life is. Definitely CSGO for me. It's probably the same for Joe, right? Um, I, I actually dropped off CS after CSGO came out. Um, I actually didn't have a computer that could run Source very well. So I played <laughs> 1.6 like hard. Hashtag um, for, me, for me, first person shooters will always be um, kind of like, the edge that I want to have and that I want to like get better at, whether it's Fortnite or Overwatch or CSGO or whatever. Um, I know that there's somebody out there that's better than me, but I like the grind, the grind of being horrible and then the grind to be better. Um, I am a insane competitive person. Like it's, it's deep within me, whether it's <laughs> like IRL sports or whatever, I want to be better than the person next to me. And I want to like almost coach on how to be better. Um, so 1.6, I grinded hard. Overwatch, I grinded hard. What's the um, highest rank you got in Fortnite, Overwatch? Fortnite, there's no hope because, I mean, there's 10-year-old <laughs> kids out there who can give me the sauce and just On make me phone. look ridiculous. What's the <laughs> highest Overwatch rank you've ever got? Uh, I actually got to Masters. Um, Jesus. Okay. I was uh, just in Masters. That's as far as I got. I, I was one win away from getting Diamond. All I wanted was Diamond, right? I'm not, I'm not a, I want to be the best. It's like, I want to know that I'm at least this good. So I wanted to be diamond good. And I got to like rank 2980 something, literally one went away. And 
I'm blaming my team. My team sucked. <laughs> and I fell down and lost like five games in a row. And I'm like, I hate this game. I'm never playing competitively again. And then I went right back in the rank next season. Dude, when we first joined NZXT, it was right when we were coming off Overwatch. Like, all of us had just quit playing, and I had gotten Diamond. Not to style on Dennis. Sorry, Dennis. Wow. But I diamond. And I was looking for things to relate to people on at NZXT because we just joined the company. So I was talking to Andy, and I was like, God. oh, what do you That's think? the last person you should talk to. You want to relate to anyone. Big mistake. <laughs> talking to Andy. <laughs> so I was talking to Andy, and I was like, Oh, what are you playing? He's like, oh, Overwatch. I'm like really working on competitive right now. And I was like, oh, cool, man. Like, what are you getting up to? He's like, well, I'm working really hard. I think I'm going to get to silver. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dennis, write this down. New meme format. So I was talking. So I was talking to Andy. <laughs> so I was talking to Andy. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Sitong? What was your most serious game? Uh, I think my first serious game was uh, Goldeneye Perfect Dark. Oh, uh, I love Perfect Dark. So you just. I would play with my neighborhood friends and we would just try to one up on each other all the time and play the weirdest game modes and play with all <laughs> these weird bots, just license to kill all the time. Um, later on, I, I started, I think my next competitive game was Warcraft 3, um, Frozen Throne. Um, that was the first game I actually learned how to, this is like my first one on one game uh, where I would just play one versus one. So sports too at the time uh i don't know if you guys ever followed it but i used to watch like moon and grubby all the time uh and some of those replays um later on like overwatch happened also i played overwatch i think i got overranked i also got diamond <laughs> i think that was like the first uh season but then after that i just like could never maintain anything like that um i don't know Okay, sorry. He's gonna trail off. I was like, "Is there is there more to that story?" You look kind of sad, like you were thinking about. Mike screwed up. And then, and then, <laughs> and then Overwatch happened. Has, yeah. it, has anyone ever called you Standong? Standong? <laughs> no, that's that's new. <laughs> no, that's new. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, there's, there's a new gamer has tag. Anyone, has anyone ever called you Yuvin? Uh, all the time. <laughs> Yeah, any more, Jeff, before we... Yeah, Meven. What about if you're the object of a... <laughs> no, you know what's funny? Because uh, <laughs> actually... So good? <laughs> no, in, in Spanish, uh, in Spanish, my name is Ivan. And when I was a kid, um, like all my cousins, my cousins used to call me Ivan y Vienen, which means coming and going. Uh, I get it. Yeah. Or, Hispanic uh, memes. Sometimes Latino people Twitter. Ivancillo Pecho Amarillo. It means little Ivan with the yellow chest. Which doesn't make any sense, but it, but like it rhymes in Spanish. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also, fun fact: Ivan's my middle name. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. My first What's name. My first name. I'll, I'll let you guess. It's I'm named after a Ninja Turtle. Ooh, Leonardo. <laughs> Wrong. Do I look like a Leonardo? That actually, be great if you're a Leonardo. I think that's a cool name, Leonardo. I'm not Leonardo. I'm, I don't think I've ever I, met a Leonardo. My name is Donatello. <laughs> <laughs> His name is actually Shredder. No. Uh, <laughs> Thanos yeah. actually guessed it. My my first name is Raphael, but it's with an F, not a PH. Uh, I'm fat. That I'm, I'm fat, not pretty hot. Raphael. Oh, you got the fiery temper. Yeah. I'm the, the dude. I'm the I'm the what is the dude with the tude? Oh yikes. <laughs> um, so Tong, quick 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 question for you because you mentioned both. Which one do you like better, Golden Knight or Perfect Dark? I think Perfect Dark is the better game. 
okay, so Perfect Dark because of the the intro screens. It was like the first game that I've ever seen that didn't just use a normal intro screen. You yes. could actually just walk around. Yes. Uh, go to different rooms. Um, that was that was definitely that was eye opening as a kid, just being like, wow, you can break the rules like this. I don't have to have a start screen. Right. Um, that and because they also had the shooting range in Perfect Dark. And really cool guns like the laptop gun and oh, yeah. the far sight, yes. which was banned at my household. So actually, um, me, my dad, and my sister would like literally spend like nights playing like hours of Perfect Dark against each other. And we had rules like you can't use like uh, you can't use like the remote controlled rocket, whatever the alien uh, one was called. You couldn't use the you couldn't use the far sight because it shot it literally shot through walls. Like it's so yeah. weird to me when people tell me they play video games with their dad. <laughs> me and my dad used to play FIFA <laughs> my, all the time. My dad used to like. Scream at me not to play video games. Like it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Back yeah, in my, back in my, my dad day. hated us playing video games. Yeah, seriously. That's probably why I work at a video game company. How about you, Joe? Did your folks say that you play video games? Oh, for sure. Um, it was interesting because I feel like I had a good balance between like IRL sports and like IRL video games. Sports. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like they were pretty cool with it for the most part. Um, but yeah, there were definitely times where it's like, what are you doing still on this? I can't, like, I went to bed and you were playing this and I wake up and you're playing this. What are you doing? Playing mm -hmm. games with your parents is one thing, but Vivian's dad did something like unheard of. Vivian's dad named Vivian's brother after a Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> Baraka? <laughs> yeah, Baraka. <laughs> no. no, it's actually uh, Vivian's little brother's name is Goro. <laughs> no, it's. Um, Hero Lamb? Ra Raiden. <laughs> Raiden? Raiden. That's a cool name. That's man. a dope name, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's dope. But but still, I mean, come on. Like, if your dad names you or your sibling after a Mortal Kombat character, your dad's definitely not a boomer. <laughs> oh, no, definitely not. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. That's I'm why thinking I, of naming my kid Luigi, regardless of gender. <laughs> like, if, if you do, I'll, I'll, I, I swear, I promise, I will name my child, my next child, Waluigi. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about cool gamer baby names. Sitong, you go next. <laughs> what would you name your... This is like, oh, God, don't ask me this question. Naked Snake. <laughs> Naked Snake, where are oh. you? Come back over here. Snake. <laughs> Joe, you got one? Good. I, would, I would want to name my kid Snake so I could, I could do that all the time. Joe should just Never. name all his kids Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when... Uh... <laughs> So when they call, they'd be like, can I speak to Joe? And they'll be like, which, who's Joe? Which one? Which Joe? <laughs> which Joe? <laughs> like George Foreman, I think, named all of his kids George, even the yeah, girls. Yeah, he has yeah. like 14 kids and all named George. It's really weird, it's right? It's like George the first, George the second, George the third, even the girls. It's weird, but it's also cool. I mean, because names are just so stupid. It's like, <laughs> names. Are like stupid. it is stupid because who, like, who came up with the idea of like, Okay, we're gonna give each other a name, and that's what you have to call that person for the rest of their life. Like, why can't we pick our own names? Are we are you having like an existential no, conversation just about be, names now? It'd be cooler <laughs> if you could just pick your own name, and like every year instead of voting, you just like uh, every year you just pick your name. That's very twenty nineteen of you. What would you pick, Raphael? I would pick Joe. <laughs> I'll pick Dude, Andy. You just follow the year's meme. <laughs> I actually want to be Andy. I, I, I've always felt like an Andy inside, and he's just begging to come out. So that's so what I would choose. Wait, even after you met Andy here? Oh, yeah. It makes me want to be Andy even more. 
Dennis literally <laughs> tweets just everything Andy says. Yeah, pretty much. That's why that's why I told Dennis he has to sit next to him. Mm-hmm. Like, I have just to learn. I have just to learn tweet from Andy. what he says. I have to learn from Andy. There's no other. There's no other person to learn from. Yeah. Um, okay, so <laughs> let's go back to Cam real quick because we have a lot of Cam questions. And uh, let me see actually how many community questions we have because I it's not that many. So we'll hold on that. Um, okay, so if you guys can talk about it, biggest. Oh, okay. Well, actually, so we just had an update. I think yesterday slash today. Because Jeff like posted like the notes like in the afternoon like at night or something for some reason supposed to doing it instead of doing it in the morning like a normal person, um, we just added the audio stuff to Cam right Cam four point ten four point one four point one zero okay four point one okay yeah sorry I'm really bad at numbering naming things I don't know how that works actually let's talk about let's talk about that real quick how do you decide what's a one point oh and a point oh and a point point oh like what's the What's the what's the logic behind numbering software? This is a question for me. I don't care about the podcast anymore. Just answer my question. Sure, yeah. Uh, so it goes it goes like major version, uh, minor version, and patch version. That's what's called. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll start with patch. So patch version usually just means it's just some minor things, uh, bug fixes, things that aren't um, brand new features for the most part. Uh, and that can just just keep going up to infinity, basically. Um, so sometimes you see software that goes like 1.3.305. Um, the the minor version, that number in the middle, is is more for big features. So for us, we launch with a lot of audio features, and those are all brand new um, by our products. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, <laughs> And then the 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 major version, that first number is like, oh, this is a brand new app. Everything is completely revamped and different. And that's what happened between um, the 3.7 and the 4.0 launch. Yeah, because you guys skipped 3.8 and 3.9. I mean, what happened? You guys just like forget about those? Just decided <laughs> they weren't going to be a thing? Those are like the lost years. Yeah. <laughs> the lost years you can. You can put a code into 4.0 to unlock 3.8, but we're not going to disclose it here. Oh, there you guys go. Go look for it right now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, What's what's the hardest the hardest uh, hardware device to make work on cam? That's a really terribly worded question. But like, what's like the most annoying thing for you guys? It's like, oh god, I gotta work on this thing now. Without talking about anything new, VCRs, (laughs) podcast, nothing new. (laughs) Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, honestly, uh, some of our older products that like, if we don't have a copy of it in our office, it's just so hard to be able to make sure that it's working properly. Um, so I would say most struggle with some of the older hardware support. So for example, you can plug the first ever Kraken in and turn on cam 4.0 and theoretically it it should be supported (laughs) in theory, in theory, but (laughs) none of us have actually seen it in person because we don't have one here. How? I mean, it is to, to be honest, not many people <laughs> do. That's like uh that cooler is already out of warranty and that cooler has a seven year warranty. Or no, six year warranty. So it's really old. Yeah. So that those things are especially like to sit on its point, we can't see them. So if something goes wrong, we have to depend on someone else somewhere in the company telling us right. that's one for some reason. How how open are you to like to like uh behind the keyboard programmers and engineers to like help you guys work stuff out especially if it's something that like he has known nothing about like i have a very obscure motherboard or whatever and my kraken isn't working like how do you guys like uh 
work out those issues if you can. Yeah, I, honestly, um, developers and engineers in general, like we all rely on each other. So if, if you know what's going on and you can properly describe that to us, that is only a help. Right. Um, yeah. and honestly, we also just rely on a lot of software that other people have built too. Um, so for us, it's just if, if people are open about, you know, what they're learning and, and, and sharing about, about uh, you know, all these lessons that they've learned and being able to apply them to maybe not only their software, but also our software, that's, that's a huge plus. Yeah, and uh, I think the CAM crew can attest to this, but, um, you know, one of the things I told Dennis when he first started working here was, you know, part of our job is telling like our coworkers about the problems that people are complaining about because they they need to know these things. So, you know, we have um, a Slack, uh, it's like Discord, but for for boomers, um, <laughs> we have a Slack channel just you know for Cam. And every time there's an issue on Twitter, on Facebook, on Reddit, you name it, uh, Dennis and I will drop the link in there, and we will tag tag these guys, and we will ask you know, hey, what's going on with this, um, and get more information. So, it is yeah. important to listen to people, man. Yeah, our, our biggest, like the biggest worry I think we have as people who work on a software product is that something is going wrong that we don't know about. We would way rather have things yeah. going wrong that we do know about. We don't want users to be out there like silently suffering over some bug or something that we've never seen. Yeah, and that's like kind of the, the sad thing about it is that like we have like this button, it's like the feedback button and that goes directly to you guys. Like I'm having a problem with this software and you can click on it and it'll it'll send an email or actually no idea where it goes, but I know it goes to you guys. <laughs> um, and like, it's, it's like, sometimes you have to remind people, Hey, use that button. It actually works. I think people are used to it. Like used to like these buttons is not doing anything. Right. It's like you send like a, you know, it's like a game, right? A game breaks and it's like, Oh, we'll send a crash report and you don't know where it goes and you hope it eventually gets fixed, but there's no idea, you know? So sometimes you just gotta like remind people to do that. And, uh, even if they don't like, you know, it's like we're saying earlier, we just meet them where they are right on Reddit or on discord or wherever yeah totally yeah um something that actually i learned really recently is uh that i'm sure you guys already know we have a lot of people who use cam who don't have any nzxt products at all like how crazy is that to you guys i love that <laughs> yeah I, I think it's very cool i maybe i guess joe probably has some thoughts about that joe yeah um so that's like one of the really interesting things um is like that perspective um, because obviously when like I go through and I design something, I obviously design it in the best case possible, right? Somebody who has all of our NZXT products, right. we want to configure every single RGB light possible. Right. We want to completely monitor their whole PC, who has our digital PSU, all those things. Um, but what we sometimes forget is sometimes people are coming in with maybe one or two devices, or like you said, zero devices. Um, so that's actually one of the things that we have been working on is creating a more dynamic experience for those people who aren't in the best case scenario, I guess. Yeah, um, I love so seeing that. Just, sorry, go ahead. Oh, so I love seeing when people are using CAM when they have no NZXT hardware because that was always the idea behind CAM when we made CAM. We just wanted to make a PC monitoring app that anybody could use that was just simple and just worked. And um, if you used it with our products, obviously it would do diff you know additional stuff with our hardware. But like the idea has always been to just make like a cool app for just anyone that has a computer that wants to monitor their, their PC. So I love when I'm like on, I go on battle stations, uh, the battle station subreddit every day. And every day there's at least, at least one computer that I see that's like, you know, totally not NZXT. And then you see their monitor and there's a cam screen. And I love that. 
Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's definitely those kind of people who we want to reach. Um, and while that makes our user base a little more complicated, because typically we like to categorize users in terms of how they're using it or what they're using, it definitely expands that quite a bit. Right. Um, but we're definitely finding ways to make a more dynamic and personalized experience for that. Um, so if somebody just wants to monitor or somebody just wants to see game history, um, or if they don't care anything about their fans, but they want to do everything else, um, those are the types of things that we're looking into to see how can we better serve those people. What, um, what kind of challenge is that? Like, like, uh, if you, if you can talk about that, like what, uh, what are you currently working on right now? That's like geared towards people who just don't have any NZXT products, but still want to use cam. Yeah. Um, so that's a huge, huge problem, or I, I guess a huge challenge. Um, from like a design perspective, um, because the way that we go through and we build cam, or at least the way that I go through and design cam, um, I think about it from uh, like a UX standpoint, which is not anything um, in terms of color or fonts or anything like that. It's more, how do they navigate through the experience? And if they're navigating through the experience and they're not using half of the stuff, um, it's not as easy as just removing it, or right. it's not as easy as just turning it off. Um, because if you were to go through and turn off certain things, then the app is then left empty and it doesn't, it's not visually pleasing. Um, and there's a lot of issues with that. Um, right. For instance, we have a lot of things tucked away in settings. We have a lot of things tucked away in different areas of the app. And if you turn one of those off, then what do we do with those other things? Right. Um, so for space, instance, yeah. if, if you're on the PC monitoring page and you don't care anything about your GPU temperature, how then is that supposed to all rework itself and rearrange itself? to then all be aligned and have it all work without that kind of content sitting there in that spot. Right. Um, so it's, it's a huge UX challenge. It's a huge development challenge to go through and turn stuff off, but also make things really dynamic. Um, but it's definitely something that a, a, a lot of people have been asking for and something that we're super looking into. All right. <laughs> no, that was just like a really, really good answer. It's like, dang, that was good. <laughs> Dang, Joe. Um, so to actually Sorry. go on with that, man, it's, 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 it's totally cool. So, I mean, so we just launched the headsets, right? And they're they're coming, guys. Don't worry. They're coming. They're on I'm the way. I'm wearing one yeah. right now. Actually. Me and Ivan are both wearing one. I wore one on my stream the other day. So, haha. <laughs> I get flexed on. Um, so, no, actually, added... thank you. Thank you, uh, Andy, for hooking up the podcast studio with That's four, true. four purple air headsets. Let's go, Andy. Yeah, we always make fun of Andy, but it's because we love. No, him. we don't make fun of him. We just have fun with we him. We make fun of him, but it's because we love him, and you know, we we want him included no he's matter where he's at. He's making fun of us because I'm pretty sure he's Andy Kaufman reincarnated, <laughs> trolling everyone right now. Yeah. Big character. Have you guys ever seen Andy's driver's license? Yeah, no. this, this is Tony Clifton. <laughs> you should you should <laughs> definitely ask Andy to see his driver's license. It's another piece of the Andy puzzle that helps his personality. Andy should actually post it. In the podcast channel, getting done do that. We need post. a podcast just for Andy. I think <laughs> we we do need an Andy cast. Um, <laughs> so, have you guys all met Andy, Joe, and Sitong? I know that Jeff has for sure. Yeah, he, he's been up in the San Francisco office. Okay. And Joe, have you met Andy yet? I have definitely met Andy. Um, <laughs> I've <I'm definitely>, <laughs> met this man for sure. We went out with Andy yeah, for, yeah. for drinks at the pop up. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah, uh? baseball in in great detail what's your favorite thing about andy <laughs> oh man go my joe. favorite thing about andy. joe first i would say he's got to have the thickest skin of all time to be able <laughs> to endure all that you guys throw at him he, right. he's probably like gonna just like really hurt us one day <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's gonna come in and is like <laughs> but hey guys 
you're cool. Don't come to NZXT tomorrow. <laughs> no, it's like the thing with Andy though. Okay, so the way a joke works is you got to set up in a punchline, right? And literally everything Andy says is a setup for a punchline. Like literally everything. Like that's uh, true. That's true. Yeah. Like yesterday, you know, he sits right next to me and Dennis, and he, we. <laughs> We had a meeting and Andy missed the meeting, although he was on the calendar. So I come back, I go, hey, Andy, by the way, you missed the meeting. And he says, uh, oh, I didn't get the notification. Um, what time, What? when was the meeting? And I said, check your calendar. And he checks the <laughs> calendar. And then he goes, how do I change the settings on here? And I go, you click the settings button. You know, just like little things like that. Like so <laughs> obvious. It's just like, is this guy really asking me a serious question? We don't believe Andy's real. Yeah. We think he's like a figment of our imagination and he's just there to like mess with our brains or something. Yeah. Sitong, never eat, never what's your favorite <laughs> Sitong, what's your favorite Andy moment? <laughs> you know, we haven't had much time, so when he introduced himself to me <laughs> he's, he's still looking forward to his favorite Andy moment. <laughs> so man, I can't wait. <laughs> Joe, what's your favorite Andy moment? I have I have so many. <laughs> But I think my, my favorite recent one uh -huh. is he super nicely offered to give uh, a couple of us a ride to dinner one time. And I sat in his car and on the front seat of his car, there was an open Vampire Weekend CD, a one weightlifting glove and a, a rubber bouncy ball. <laughs> like a 30 year old guy. <laughs> I think the best part about that is that you can explain like the weightlifting glove. It's like, hey, maybe he lifted once and like you know, he didn't try it again, or he, he can't couldn't find the glove or the ball. He got it from like a prize, but like a unopened CD from a band that I'm pretty sure he does enjoy is just like, why is it here and why is it unopened? Like, why did you just buy it just because? Like, did you forget that you bought it? How you been looking for the yeah. CD your entire you know? Like you don't want to ask him those things because right. then he's gonna say something like, "I'm a collector. Yeah. I'm a fan of music. Yeah. Something like that. I'm a fan of the art form of the CD. Like, I want to open it. I want to support sporting goods stores, so I bought a glove. And he just said in chat that he got two of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, again, that's one to that, listen to, one to collect. Yeah. That's. That, that that's literally that's literally Andy in a nutshell. You ask him, "What do you have this CD unopened?" I have, I got two of them. <laughs> like, oh, okay. The best thing for Andy is he he always have a, has an explanation that makes the situation make less sense. Yes. <laughs> the explanation never elucidates <laughs> anything. Oh, Andy. Little do you guys know that the A in Cam stands for Andy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Cam D. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so we have uh we're gonna get into some of the community questions now because we have we have we have a little bit now, um and uh I see anything here the okay actually one extra question for Joe because design to me is really interesting so sorry community you're gonna you've been booking the show for a second Joe Cam four point one where we added audio we just added a new tab for audio we're gonna make more stuff it's just you know, inevitable that NCC is, gonna, is making more things, right? Like we're not going to stop. What's the challenge in adding a buttload more tabs? Like at what point do you go, okay, now I got to rethink this whole UI because we have 50 new products and none of them fit in the same tab. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the crazy things about when we inherited CAM um, is we weren't working on these things. Uh, so we designed it in a way to fit what we currently had. But obviously now with audio and um with us always researching new things. Uh, it puts Cam in an interesting spot where we almost have to rethink the entire UX. Um, so that's something that 
I have been working on and have been Ooh. thinking through. Um, I think about it all the time uh, in terms of like what can make like what we can do to make to make the UX better um, and essentially not have it turn into 3.7 all over again because that was a UX nightmare. Do you have any sneak peeks? Anything you nope. want to get in trouble over? <laughs> I'm sure I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. I just want to ask that because it was in the back of my mind. And to me, it's like really interesting because I know we have a lot of stuff coming out. Okay. First question from the community. It's actually from Vivian. Please sing the make a BLD song live. Make a build. <laughs> uh, so Tong so and I performed a cover of uh, Make a Man Out of You from Mulan, except it was all about making builds. Um, I, I don't think we're going to perform that on the podcast. Can you, but I, can you, can you recite it in like slam poetry form? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Dennis had the music queued up, ready to go. So I could, uh, but I don't think it'll sync up very well. No, I, I think, um, what's, what's the best part of that song? There's no, there's no truly good parts. <laughs> the part where you finish singing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the part where this question was never asked. <laughs> I feel like the San Francisco team sings a lot more than the LA team. We have a, so Sitong is a very good singer. Really? Uh, our team is another very good call singer. Him, you should call him Sing Song. <laughs> Ray is, Ray, another one of our engineers, is very musically talented. Sitong, um, can you sing something for us real quick? Yeah, Sitong, drop a couple bars of something. Drop us a hot 16. I'll give you a beat if you want. <laughs> He's like, nah. Okay. Uh, JK wants to know, will the startup screen for Cam ever become dark mode? It's white right now, even if I have dark mode enabled. Hmm. It's a technical challenge. Uh, really? Yeah. Because that startup screen, correct me if I'm wrong, Sitong, but I believe that startup screen is actually a separate process where it's checking for updates, right? Ah. Um, the one with the, with the NZXT logo on it. And the bar. And the bar. What? We could do it. <laughs> but can we pass the settings from base cam to that separate process, the update? I can know they're just like actively yeah, discussing it. It can your system or something. Okay, we'll do it. <laughs> cool. All right. There you go, Jakey. Thanks for joining the podcast. This is what happens when you guys join live. Make sure you listen to the podcast live because things will happen for you. Okay, uh, Alec wants to know, uh, N6T Alec wants to know, how can I be as cool as Jeff? <laughs> well, you already sit directly behind me, so that's a good starting point mm. to get up to my level. Um, a lot of parody songs, Time with Andy helps, uh, and direct messaging Ivan uh, once every two days. All right, cool. Uh, Mech ZXT, one of our uh, moderators, wants to know, this is for the CAM team, are there any plans to work with other companies to integrate their RGB products into CAM so they can be controlled? Uh, it's definitely something we want to do. Um, it's a it's a big business undertaking, obviously. It's not yeah. a pure engineering thing. It's a, a business development task. Um, but I for sure understand the user desire to have that, especially if you're buy your computer from Bill, right? Uh, you've got this awesome Kraken, you've got an i-series case with all the lights in it, you got a Q2 in there doing all the lights, and then your RAM, for example, doesn't match everything else in your case, even though theoretically you bought all of them from NZXT. Right. Uh, that's for sure something we want to do. Uh, and I don't think that's a secret. It's just a matter of uh, the, the business aspect behind it right. instead of the engineering effort. I mean, if it was pure engineering effort, we would have done right. it already. In a perfect world, we will own every company, and they'll all be using Cam. That's the real. 
That's the real end game. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, okay. Uh, Empress Poppy, aka Cuddle, wants to know: Is Cuddle actually so cute? I can answer that. I can yeah. confirm. Yes. Yes. Okay. Forrest wants to know how much of a variation percentage on the frame rates in your build software. Uh, that's more of a build build question, but I think I have my notes. Yeah, about like that. Uh, I don't know the exact answer, but if it's not at least what we are telling you, um, we do give you your money back. Yeah, um, pretty much. Like if we say you're gonna get, you know, two hundred FPS. Average. It's the average with this game at high settings, and then you by the computer you plug it's it the in. high settings actually yeah and max yeah. settings yeah, test max, everything at max settings yeah, everything up max so if you don't get at least settings. that fps we're telling you just contact the customer service team and you get your money back yeah because uh what we do is we actually take the average so we test these games and i've actually seen people just literally like go through an entire game testing it out quote unquote testing it and then they look at the frame rates and give whatever the average is so basically it means like whatever happens in that game even like the laggiest or the least framey nice parts of the game that's all counted in so um, and from what we heard from support team and from the BLD team is you're more likely to get actually higher rates, higher yeah, frame rates. Yeah, yeah, because, you will, yeah. Yeah, because we don't because we don't want to guarantee something that we can't, you know, we can't back up. Um, Kodachi wants to know, will N60 Cam have more RGB features added? Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah yes. I mean, uh, it's not really a very specific question, so the only answer really is yes. We'll add more <laughs> RGB. Do you want like an RGB border around cam? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I mean, uh, they're probably asking like more, like for example, for me, like I wish I had like more modes in cam, you know, like like like, like more lighting modes or stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, sure there are well, right? new products, without going into too much detail, there are new products that we're working on that I think will put an impetus on us to Ooh. bring some stuff to the older products too that will add add some new value to people who already own uh previous nzxt product nice who who works on like on like the those little small things like for example like the marquee mode right like who who works on that like who's the one who goes i'm gonna make this a thing because it's not like it's not like um someone's not asking for it yeah 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 exactly yeah yeah um as far as i know those are our firmware teams and our our hardware product teams they come up with a lot of those those specs on on what would look cool and what would look fancy. Mm-hmm. We actually don't, on the software side, we don't have that much control onto um, any adding additional modes or anything. We pretty much just have to use what what we have from the devices themselves. But they're, I mean, props to them, they're already very powerful. They, they show tons of different modes and there's a lot of different options for people. What if we wanted like a Knight Rider mode from our RGB strips? there with one of the audio modes that's what i do sometimes when uh i have a lot of calls during the day i'll put my computer on audio mode so it looks like my computer's talking to me i don't know what knight rider is is that a boomer show it is it's coming back actually they're making a movie for knight rider fun fun fact the very 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 first nzxt case was loosely inspired by knight rider really by kit yeah, so Johnny added uh, integrated RGB lighting into the Guardian, the original Guardian, um, and he, the front of the case lit up uh, like Kit and Knight Rider. It's pretty cool. It didn't talk to you though. <laughs> okay, uh, see, so Bright uh, asking about RGB software, other brands. We talked about that. Perhaps an NZXT monitor. Sure, yeah. Okay, we're working on it right now. Thanks. Uh, will NZXT be releasing their own official PC peripherals along with OEM GPUs? 
We are always working on everything that you can possibly think of. Whether we actually bring it out is another story entirely. So the answer is yes and no. Do you get that question every podcast? Pretty is much. Always- I, mean, yeah. I mean, every day at least 100 people ask. Yeah. Like, are you going to make <laughs> CPUs? I'm like, yeah, we're going to make an Intel CPU. Yeah. No, the, <laughs> slap, I mean, the, the, slap purple on it. Like the real answer, I guess, uh-huh. like Dennis said, is we're always working on new stuff, but um, it makes no sense for us to make a CPU or GPU um, until we can figure out how to actually make a CPU or GPU that can be not only different, but better than the current CPU and GPU markets have to offer. Mm. Wait, but Ivan, don't you just need like an NZXT sticker to slap on it? That's true. <laughs> no, well, I mean, that's the Kraken G12, right? It's like a sticker for your GPU. You take off the ugly air cooler that came with your graphics card, <laughs> then you put on the G12 and hook up a Kraken, and it not only looks better, but it cools better and performs better. I'm trying to get one of those, one of those G12s. Those look cool. Hit up Andy. <laughs> no, for real, if you, whenever you want any like product stuff, just hit up Andy. He, uh, he has samples galore. Yep. Uh, Mech wants to know any Black Friday deals we can get let in on early. Yeah, here's here's one. Yeah, uh, use promo code Joe to pay ten percent more. <laughs> I was wondering when will the newest cam release, the one that's being tested, aka the revamp one. So uh, we actually technically did already release it. So we had three point seven. Then we had a then we had a preview uh, cam, which is basically cam team just testing out a bunch of stuff, and they were releasing updates and asking people from the discord in the cam preview discord channel we had here um what do you like what you don't like and then that's what came up of cam 4.0 so so cam 4.0 is 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 released um it we do slap a beta tag onto it but it's probably just mostly because i mean every software is in beta especially because we're always updating it like i mean uh just because it's also like not beta or is beta doesn't mean that we're done or not done with it like we're always working on something i want the alpha tag Ooh, I want an Omega tag. That'd be sick. Imagine we have one of those. That'd be really, really cool. It's a good one from Cutest Bugsy. What will you guys buy on Black Friday? Joe, you go first. Um, it's a good question. Um, normally I buy like computer stuff, <laughs> but <laughs> really, I'm anything from the NZXT store. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I'll probably look at what uh, what works out and see if we got anything. Um, I'm actually looking at, this is going to like totally age me as a boomer. I'm looking at a, uh, um, automatic vacuum, like a Roomba. I'm older than you, so I have one already. Hey, there you go. Sit on. What are you looking to pick up Black Friday? He looks in pain. <laughs> Hear that answer. No, actually like this is gonna age me more as a boomer i guess because last year i was really excited about getting one of those uh dyson stick vacuums and i just feel like it changed my life <laughs> jeff what are you uh, grabbing um mine's really nerdy uh i've been waiting to buy a new custom miniature for my dungeon of dragons game from uh hero forge <laughs> Yeah, I know they're gonna have a Black Friday sale, dude. So I'm, I'm Jeff is the that. only guy I know who has a 100 sided die. <laughs> I, got, I got one, dude. You have a 100 sided die. Yeah. Who, who, who? So we we have a Slack channel that's that's just for PR, where we you know link like videos and like reviews stuff like that. And someone found out that the Slack bot does a D20 roll, and like everybody, including Johnny, is like exclamation point roll D20, and they're all trying to get perfect 20s on this on this yeah. channel on Slack. <laughs> I feel bad about that. I actually I added that just yesterday. Oh, did you really? That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Now I feel bad because we're just spamming the PR channel with dice rolls. 
Don't feel bad. That's Andy's channel. Yep, that's fine. <laughs> uh, Ivan, what are you buying Black Friday? I will be buying myself Ooh. a brand new Traeger grill. Ooh, what's that? Proud sponsor of the NZXT Club podcast, right? <laughs> uh, Traeger grill is a grill that is a little unique because it uses it uses pellets, so it's um, oh yeah smoker. Uh, I like to um, I like to barbecue and I like you know making making stuff smoky. So I will be getting a grill hopefully if I can get a good deal. I've been looking for a while. They're really expensive. Joe's actually MZXT's top smoker. He's like a big smoke boy. Although I did burn my grill over the weekend. My grill overloaded with pellets and caught on fire. Wow. I guess I will not be buying a Traeger grill. Never mind then. I'll be buying a Weber grill this weekend. <laughs> what about you, Dennis? What are you um, buying? I'm looking to grab for sure two things, maybe one thing. So I definitely want to get a new uh, 144 hertz monitor because I just need one because I'm running 144 into 60. And, I ha and if, if, and if anything's playing on that 60, it messes with the frame rates or the refresh rate on the main monitor. So, you know, just, uh, just PC gamer things. And the other one is a 40 inch TV because I have a 32 inch in my room and I was sick like two weekends ago and I was trying to play Diablo on my switch cause I didn't want to sit down in a chair and the text is way too tiny cause whoever ported that game didn't think about resizing the text and I got really mad and couldn't play Diablo. You got a phone, switch. don't you? You got, you got phones, don't you? <laughs> Um, and then the other one is maybe a green screen for my stream, but I barely use the cam anyway. So it's more like a nice to have, not really should grab, but I'll probably waste money on it anyway. We do need to get a green screen for this room. Maybe like on a wall we're not using just to do some well, funny stuff. Well, purple screen. We have two purple screens. Oh, <clears throat> um, any plans for shipping BLD PCs to more countries? Yes. The plan is to take over the world. So we will be in every country one day. If you were getting married, this is from Alan. Who at NZXT gives the best speech and throws the best bachelor party? I think Andy gives the best speech because it, would, it wouldn't make any sense, but we will all understand it. Best, best bachelor party. I don't know. Best bachelor party has to be one of the guys from the, the hardware products teams. They seem like carousers. <laughs> carousers. <laughs> I think the rest of us are too quiet. Uh, this isn't a question, but Jakey uh, has a t-shirt idea. And it, uh, it's a t-shirt that says, I used can before 3.7, which I think is actually a shirt we should definitely make <laughs> for, for some company thing. And yeah, make the shirt look all beat up, like, <laughs> yeah. like holes everywhere. Blood. <laughs> it'll just be, it'll just be a repurposed Yeezy shirt. Um, Kachow wants to know any plans of making Hawaii office. Sure. I'll be the first one to sign up. That would be not cool i don't think you don't think so no nah, i wouldn't yeah. want to, i wouldn't want to live in the middle of the ocean it's kind of freaky what about you guys over there i guess we SF? all do in a way yeah we all do te <laughs> technically we're all in the middle of the ocean <laughs> you really think about it <laughs> i mean the planet is what like 70 percent water or something like that like so technically <laughs> i would go to a hawaii office uh we only if we have the office next to a volcano Ooh. <laughs> rgb volcano Possibly. Joe Just so I can things away. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Sui wants to know, when will the Hue ambient kit have a better lighting in ambient mode? I don't know if it means like brighter so or... In 4.0, we actually did rewrite the ambient code. I, it depends what this person is asking. Yeah. Um, we rewrote the ambient code and it's, it is noticeably more responsive in 4.0. It's more ambient-y? Uh, 
Yeah, if the person follows up with me, I, I guess I don't necessarily understand their question, but if they follow up with me, I'm happy to talk more about it on Discord. There we go. Uh, Kachow wants to know, when will Hugh move away from Molex? This would be more of an engineering I, question I, or a product I, question. I have, a, I have an answer for that. Go for it. When SATA is better than Molex for RGB. Right now, it's not. You know, Mo, right, like Molex is annoying. Nobody likes it, including us, but <laughs> yeah. it does work better than SATA for some stuff. So until that changes, uh, just use Molex. Who cares? It's like you use it once and you forget about it. You, know, you don't have to do it like every day. Like, doesn't make any difference to me to use Molex. For me, it sucks because I really hate cable managing Molex cables. So, like, I understand why it sucks. And also, it's like, but, you know, it's, it's like nothing else uses Molex except this one thing. It makes you pull out, like, you know, like from a dusty treasure box or something, <laughs> a Molex <laughs> connector. So, yeah, I get it. But, um, I mean, you know, like, once we figure out how to make it better than Molex, then we'll stop using Molex. Or you can make it for us. And then we just steal your idea. Easy, easy. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Bright, what do you all think of John Bellion? I don't know what that is. Big whoosh. Probably a boomer question. Um, Rita Bandita wants to know, will Cam work on my Mac? Uh, no. Uh, this is actually a question we get in surprisingly. Like, it's, not, it's not a large amount of time, but it's a surprisingly large, uh, frequently asked question. Another, uh, another frequently asked question is, will Andy work on his Mac? instead of drawing <laughs> bananas during meetings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, uh, we, we definitely look at uh, Cam and Linux as something we want to get to eventually, but uh, for right now, we still have a ton of work to do to make it perfect on PC. I mean, also like gamers are on PC, let's just be real, right? Yeah. Like like if you're yeah. if you're on Linux or on Mac, you're not really expecting things like, you know, Cam and RGB to work. Like, you know what you signed up for. <laughs> yeah, what are you even playing on there? <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, Warcraft Three. I think yeah. Warcraft works on Linux or some games that are native on Linux. Linux. Linux is a little better, but on Mac, yeah, it's hard, it's hard to name stuff that you're playing on there. But uh, Cam was named after Mac, so just backwards. Yep. There you go. <laughs> uh, Poppy wants to know what's the deal with Cam Mobile. Uh, yeah, so we can talk about that a little bit. Um, Cam Mobile is a historically like fraught program. Um, it's had a lot of problems. It's gone up and down. The use case was never particularly clear. So we're, we're definitely trying to uh, figure out what we're going to offer as a mobile offering for 4.0 still. Um, for now, if you use uh, CAM 3.7, you can continue to use CAM mobile. Um, it is not integrated with 4.0 right now. That'd be a huge technical undertaking. And uh, it'll take us a while to determine exactly what we do want to offer. Right. Uh, Actually, for that though, uh, instead of Cam Mobile, I was reading, I was rereading that comment, and I was thinking of reading it as Cam Mobile. I was talking about that. I want a cam car. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, imagine, I just imagine like the world's smallest clown car, and like a bunch of Jeffs coming out of it. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely need more circle dials to be the wheels. We'll have to bring back all those circle dials. Actually, here's a question for you guys: Will you ever incorporate? like any sort of uh, like meme Easter egg type of things into cam. I would love that. Like to have people just find some weird thing in there. We totally want to. We're definitely the type of team that wants to include goofy stuff in there. The problem is you have to make the argument that it's worth a week of an engineer's time. <laughs> We've got like, we got all these hardware demands coming at us. We got bugs thrown at us. Uh, of course we want to add goofy, like, Oh, it plays a song when you enter the Konami code or whatever. But 
Yeah, I guess yeah. you're right. You gotta yeah. fix other stuff first, right? Well, it's really funny because like if you look at Tesla, right? Like Tesla, I mean, well, granted they have a giant team and a ridiculous amount of money, but like they like things like you know their autopilot doesn't hundred percent work all the time. It's like, hey, by the way, you can play Jingle Bell Rock in your car while you're dying, you know. So like, it's and one of those things where it's like, there's a fart horn. Yeah, exactly. There's a fart horn. So like, it's one of those things where it's like, you can you can make the case for it. And at the same time, it's like, hey, we just took a break to do something fun. We'll get back to your regu- your regularly scheduled updates next week. Yeah. Another thing is when we first started working on Cam, I was super worried about that type of stuff being really tone deaf, like. Users are worried about their data being uploaded to NZXT and they, they can't get their Kraken to detect or something. And then but we put some, <laughs> yeah, putting goofy notes in the patch notes and yeah. people are like, uh, I spent 150 bucks on this Kraken and it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you have a funny thing to say in the patch notes. But, uh, but, here's a good question but, for well, Joe actually just, where where is Joe? Everybody asks who's Joe, but where is Joe? Uh, can we get the one in a second? Nobody um, asked how is Joe? Yeah. Did uh, Sitan was saying there's some Easter egg in Cam? I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, we haven't released it yet, but Uh-oh. it'll be pretty cool. Oh, oh pretty cool. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, we have one coming up. Yeah, sure you do. Sure, you sure, do. sure. <laughs> okay, uh, cool. Joe's back. Okay, um, this is actually a good question, and, and I think it's uh, I w- I want the answer to it. Magni the Cuddle Artist wants to know. Isn't dark mode just a variable in the settings file? What if you just make two images for one dark setup and one for light setup, and before it shows the startup image, it just checks what the variable is and shows the light or dark texture? Here we go. Um, it's your time to shine. So yes, no. um, there's a lot of things that we changed that where we could, um, like things that were done in light mode, we just had to like change the tint, and that would bring everything to dark mode. The problem is. Since dark mode has such high contrast, it also has like really low contrast when it when you do like shades of black. So you have to make the shades of black just right in order to get that contrast there. While with light mode, you have that like much higher contrast. Um, so it's not as easy as just doing like a wide sweep of all of the colors. Um, I actually like built each screen individually when we decided to bring dark mode to make sure that everything looked the way it was supposed to look. We should have light mode and right mode. <laughs> yes. There's your Easter egg right there. Just reading dark mode or right mode. Easy peasy. Uh, dark Destiny, why did you stop production the H440? Because we made better cases. Yeah, that's uh, H440 is from 2014. Only boomers oh. will remember. Yeah, and you, you can take it from me. I, I went from H440 to the 510 Elite. 510 Elite is way better. Way better. IMO. <laughs> Here, here's a question for you guys. Uh, when will we get full screen uh, cam again? And mini cam. Where's my mini cam? So, mini yeah, dang cam it. We have, we have designed. We're just waiting to find engineering time to work on it. And I think our mini cam is super sick. And I think people will be happy with it. I think we looked at maybe. Quote him on uh, that. Maybe like a dozen to 18 different lightweight computer monitoring programs and i think we pulled out the best stuff from all of them and are like we we have some really cool stuff coming for there um full screen cam uh it's probably further down the line interesting Um, well okay will will i ever be able to use my vertical monitor to have a full screen cam window on it so it's a it's a super tough design question. Joe probably has. <laughs> it doesn't have, it doesn't have to happen today, but eventually one day. That, that's my that's my dream actually. 
For those listening, I'm violently shaking my head now. Uh, so like, there's so much room in a vertical monitor. Like, what the heck can you add there? I, I don't think there are enough items you can add to a computer that will fill up an entire vertical screen. That's <laughs> no, like, because uh, when we had the full screen mode, it only worked on the horizontal screen, and it, I do think it looked awesome because you just had you know a bunch of data everywhere. Just regardless if you understand everything, it just looked cool. But I do think. Um, you know, having it on my vertical monitor because my I that's what I use on my second screen. I I do think it would be cool to have a version of cam on there that I can kind of yeah. yeah I mean, uh, I guess it kind of goes to the point that you were talking about earlier when people always ask us if we're making new stuff, um, and 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 this kind of goes to like when we decide to bring features to software. Right. We don't want to bring something to software just because we can. We want to do it because it solves a need, or if we can do it well. Um, so Bam. that like that old full screen mode. It was cool, but it didn't really solve like any super great needs. It didn't have a great use case, and it wasn't pleasant to interact with. Um, so That's true. just trying to take like that NZXT design DNA as a whole from hardware and bring that into software too. That's true. That's a good point. There's and the, on the inverse of that, mini mode solves a huge need, and it's very clear what we have to do. Right. I, I'd say you agree, Jeff. Yeah. Um, so without spoiling too much, um, mini mode brings the the dynamic experience that everybody wants um, in terms of what they want to monitor, what they want to look at, and how they look at it. What so. if you release it and we all hate it? <laughs> There's a chance. We've done it before. <laughs> I can't talk too much for Joe's experience, but Zitong and I have definitely worked on products that we released and everyone hated. <laughs> and it was, you know, it's it stinks, but you just go back and you do it again. Cool. Do all it right. right. Yeah. Right? Like, okay. Uh, um, I don't Mini mode, mini mode, sick. All right, we're gonna quote you on that, guys. You heard it here first. Mini mode is sick. Sicko mode. <laughs> well, Sicko mode. Point, just real quick, um, we changed. Like for instance, on the AMA yesterday, somebody had a question about like control clicking LEDs when you're retheming something. Right. Um, and in three point seven, you were able to click and hit control or shift and select all the LEDs that you want oh. and then change that color. But when we released four it was totally different, and we found that users were unhappy with it. So because of that, we've actually gone through and changed that again to a more delightful experience. So whenever we do release something, if it's met with negative feedback, we are 100% ready to break up with our designs and break up with what we made to make something better that fits the community's needs. Speaking of the AMA and the community, did you guys get any questions yesterday that kind of gave you an idea for doing something in the future? Hmm. The answer could be no. Yeah, I think no, the uh, the FPS monitoring one was interesting. I, I hadn't really considered that too much, uh, but I could see where there might be a need for that. Yeah. Um, what was that question? It had to um, do with about um, if Cam could basically limit FPS in games, um, oh. like like another set of software that they created uh -huh. or that they that they use. Um, huh. So I thought that one was interesting. Some of the other ones, um, the ideas are harder to execute and doesn't really fit in line with. Um, like kind of what I was going into earlier. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's really interesting too because like a lot of games now have like FPS limiting. Like, I mean, almost every like AAA game that's not a crappy port for a PC, right, has like pretty decent feature set. So it also goes back to like we could put it in cam, but is it worth it for like you know to do it when like all these other games already have that feature already kind of built in? You know, it's like just just do it in, in Apex or whatever. Um, okay. Uh, I'm gonna, I have one more question because we do need to get you guys off because you got to get back to uh, releasing minicam. Um, is there a specific person on the team that just tries to break cam and why is their job so easy? 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, we do have a QA team um, located in Taiwan. So shout outs to uh, Cami and Sunny uh, who work on our team. Um, they do a great job. Uh, so one of the big challenges with software development, especially software development that interacts with hardware, is you don't. There, there's an infinite number of configurations, right? So earlier, I think Dennis raised the point of, you know, maybe your Kraken interacts weirdly with a specific motherboard. Uh, it's totally possible. So those are the types of things that uh, are very hard to control for, and our QA team works super hard to make sure we find as many of those as we can before we deliver stuff. Can we call uh, it the right QT now, team? Our, our current process is we make what's called a release candidate. Uh, we give it to our QA team for a week and a half. And then they uh, test it for that period of time and report all the bugs in it. We try and fix them all before we launch. So, right. so. yep, there is there is someone on the team who tries to break it. Uh, how much do you hate them? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we love them. Yeah, to our, I think I mentioned this earlier. The biggest fear when you work on product is that something is broken and you don't know it. Right. Because there's certainly someone out there who just launched NZXT can. They're trying to get into it, it's not working for them, and they're just going to uninstall it and walk away. Right. And, uh, that like really drives me nuts. Uh, not, not that they're doing anything wrong, I don't blame them. I'm just frustrated with the situation that we don't get a chance to fix this stuff. Right. So. You guys know. Um, actually, so we do have a little bit more time with you guys, and uh, one of them got unpinned, but I want to ask this one because I think it's a hilarious question. Bugsy wants to know, do you guys think horse riding is a sport? Yes or no? <laughs> Joe, go first. If it's done competitively, sure. Okay. Jeff? Uh, for the horse? <laughs> Just kidding. No, no. I have a friend who's a horse, uh, an equestrian, and I'll oh. get in real trouble for that. Equestrian. Yikes. Well, here, here, here's another poppy fun fact. I am also an equestrian. Are you? Yes. I, Rob, I, the equestrian. Your parents had really big plans for you, and you didn't deliver on them. <laughs> no, I actually, to this day, I still ride horses. Um, I do have a horse. And I do not consider horse racing a sport. I consider it abuse, animal abuse for real, because they, it makes no sense to me to have, you know, these horses go run as fast as, as they can. And the way they run faster is by slapping them or s hitting them with a stick, you know, like to me, so that's to do with me though. And then especially like what's going on right now here. Uh, I don't know if anyone's familiar with like, uh, know horse racing but uh there's a lot of like horse deaths uh recently uh especially here in southern california because the tracks aren't really safe and uh, you know dozens and dozens and dozens of horses die like every month because once a horse breaks a leg once it, when they slip on a tr on a bad track you have to kill that horse because you know it, you can't fix it yeah you can't fix it and they're just going to be in pain forever and yeah it's kind of sad Ivan, did you submit this question? No, I didn't. <laughs> I feel like you did because I was like, oh, well, first off, I had no idea that Ivan even knew anything about horses or that he rode them. I did. First off, where the hell do you keep the horse? You live in Roland Heights slash... No, I live in Hacienda Heights. Oh. Yeah, my, my horse is uh, boarded in La Mirada. Yeah. Are you actually just talking about your scooter? And you just... Yeah, I, I call my, my scooter my horse. <laughs> That's I, crazy. I, I hit it with a stick. Uh, Sitong, <laughs> what's your answer, yes or no? Well, After that, <laughs> you know, uh, not horse riding, but what about jousting? I think jousting would be really cool. <laughs> bring that back. Joe has the horses in the back. Uh, I would say no, because um, you're not doing anything yourself. You're just riding on an animal. 
Yeah. The same way, the same way that like I don't consider esports quote unquote sports. Like it's competitive gaming. That's what I call it. Esports is it's a it's a it's a it's a marketing term. It's not what it actually. I would love to fight you on that, but we don't have the time. Esports <laughs> is not sports. Sports is physical. Neither is chess. Neither is poker. Those aren't sports either. You can find me on that later yeah. in Slack. And you're not a gamer if you watch anime. Exactly. Uh, Mushi Beef wants to know. Uh, it's actually uh, Alex. What's your favorite? Well, other Alex. What's your like? We have an Alec and an Alex, right? Or do you have two Alexes? Yep. I forget. Okay, yeah. What's your favorite color preset on Cam? Uh, mine is Vaporwave. Um, although I did, um, so I actually made all those themes that got put out there, and I'd love to put more in there. Um, so I've been actually asking some of the people in the Discord to send me their presets. Cool. Um, but I just made a new one that's actually um, it's almost white, but it's got a tint of uh, cyan and pink, and it's 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 basically white, but um, <laughs> it, it's really pink. it's white, but it's not. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's such a it's such a slight contrast, and um, actually went through and changed a lot of the LEDs right. so that they kind of blend together to create one color between the cyan and the pink. That's really cool. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, um, I made a Halloween one for myself for because uh, I have the the five ten, so I have the two air fans in the front, and then um, I got the strips on on the side, right, going around like the 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 border of the case uh, on the tempered glass side. So I have this really cool kind of like marquee thing going. And then also like the, I forget what it's called, but it's the mode where like it spins and after it spins, it changes the colors and then spins to the next color. I believe I, uh, that's no idea what it's called. Tai Chi mode. I know. No. It might be. Concurrently. I think you're thinking of loading. Something like that. I don't know. Marquee has know. similar behavior. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the other marquee mode, but like, yeah, that's, that's my favorite for sure. I like, I literally use marquee for everything. <laughs> I just think it looks sick. <laughs> Jeff. I use uh, this. So this is an unpopular choice. I use candle a lot. I think candle is really cool because uh, I'm a huge like Dark Souls fan. So I like uh, it's looking like a bonfire. Okay. So I leave it the candle. It's lit. <laughs> on, I really like Marquee too. I like Marquee on the um, on. Uh, what, I have the 500. I uh, and we. If you have it go up the uh, what is that thing called? Cable bar? Strip? No, 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 no. Yeah. Fan? What else do we use? <laughs> oh, no, we have in the case. Oh, oh, oh the cable hider. The cable, cable management hider. bar? Is that what okay. I just said? The cable okay. hider. Cable <laughs> hider, yikes. <laughs> what company do you guys work for again? That's hilarious. NZXT cable hider. On the smart cases and where they have the, the LED strip already set up behind the, the cable management bar. It looks super sick. It just like bounces off of that thing, and it looks like it looks like a spotlight coming through your your case. So that's I like that. All right. Um, Everyone has a lot of thoughts. Ivan, do you have one? A favorite one? Um, my favorite uh, lighting mode, NZXT purple. Just black purple. Just Always black, man. Black purple. Your case already has a lot going on. If it was flashing lights in there too, dude, that'd be too much. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't care about uh, RGB. I really don't. I, my RGB is my stickers. Yeah, and your laser cut glass yeah. and your your picture of me. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Got a lot going on over there. I just leave it on purple. Forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, if NZXT makes an AMD motherboard, will they make an AM4 or the next generation? Yeah. Uh, that is a question. I mean, if we make an AMD board, I'm sure we're going to make it for the latest AMD chipset. Yeah. I think it's the only real way to really go about it, right? Unless mm, we make three of them. Uh, how did you guys feel about Cooler Master? 
You're cool. And uh, the same way we feel about every other uh, company that that uh, makes computers stuff is everyone is cool, go. but we are the coolest master. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it here first. <laughs> All the Jeff just laughs at like every joke that you put out. He's like, that one's I hilarious too. <laughs> <laughs> Ivan and I are from the same generation. You don't understand. <laughs> Word um, wordplay was all we had back then. We didn't have pictures on the internet. You just had to, you just had to put out wordplay. Uh, this is a question specifically for Jeff. Why is there no level thirty reward on Discord? <laughs> what the heck? Come on, I don't Jeff. Know Why are you holding out? Sorry. Uh... Level thirty reward is a date with Jeff. Yeah, I'll go out. <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been married for a while now. Huh? Go out. Okay. Nice. Um, I'm going to ask a question that I ask every single one of you guys, and I'm going to ask uh, it in this way. <laughs> I lost track of what I was going to say. All right, Sitong, what is your favorite NZXT product? Anything that we made. That's been announced. <laughs> yeah, that, that's been announced that is currently able to be purchased. Headsets do count if you've tried the headsets. It's, it's, it's an unannounced thing. Okay. Uh, but what is the, the second? <laughs> yeah. It means the future because we got some really cool stuff coming out. But um, for the announced stuff, uh, the case. Which? Uh, every single case I've yeah, seen is just. Yeah. The case. <laughs> the the NZXC yeah, case. That one NZXC case. Yeah, one NZXC case. You, know which one? You, you all know which one. HFET 10 Elite. That is that one NZXC case. Obviously. Jeff, favorite NZXC product? That is currently uh, so, announced. Yeah, so and I, I, if I were unannounced, if I were able to talk about it, that would be my favorite one. I think it's the same one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but across uh, announced products, I really like the uh, smart device in uh, iSeries cases. Really? Um, it's a controversial product yeah. if you ask certain YouTubers. Not if you ask the CAM yeah. team. <laughs> I'm gonna start my vlog right now. Uh, <laughs> I, I think the fan control is really cool and not to toot our own horn, but I think uh, Cam 4.0's fan control interface is really, really good. Um, I think we added a lot of cool stuff there and uh, it's very fun for me to interact with and that um, the smart device powers that. So okay, yeah, my favorite. Joe, favorite NGC product. Uh, I really like the RGB on the air fans. Um, I think that's probably our best RGB product that we make. Um, however, uh -oh. uh, <laughs> I do, and this is like an NZXT product if you want to, whatever. Um, I really like the uh, the hoodies that we did at the pop-up. I'm actually wearing it right now. Uh, the, uh, I wear it all the time. The Ateo hoodies? So or the, so are, are you talking the Ateo hoodies or are you talking the, the pullover? The Ateo crew neck okay. hoodie. Yeah. yeah, that's super good. Uh, crew neck hoodie. Yeah, the hoodies are cool because the hood is oversized for um, wearing with headphones. Fun fact. It's designed and for also gamers. for Jeff's big head. <laughs> Actually, it doesn't fit. It's too small. Yeah. It's All right. True. Now, Joe, what is your least favorite N60 product that is announced? My least favorite? Um, I think we could do a better job with the, um, the strip lights that go in the case. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish we could hide them, actually. 
and kind of have it like illuminate without seeing the lights themselves. Ah, okay. That's actually a good a good one. I mean, like we we we've had the strips for a while now, and I don't think we really have done anything different with them in a little bit. I'm sure you know somebody's working on something, right? Uh, but I mean, we've seen like just in the past like two months, like a bunch of new strips come out, and they look super slick. And I'm like, yeah. wonder what we're gonna do. <laughs> Sitong, least favorite N sixty product. You'll be testing this. Johnny's listening, by the way. Least favorite NZXC product. Besides Cam. <laughs> <laughs> Cam would be the safest answer, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you won't get in trouble with anyone? Cam, because then I can make it better. <laughs> there you go. It's a good answer. Yeah. Run okay. that. Jeff, what's your least favorite NZXC product? Uh, the Grid V1, <laughs> the, the the Kraken V1, all these old things that we have to make sure work. Are... <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought for sure you were gonna say the cable cones because you, you oh. have your blister fingers. I think they look super cool. I the so it was really hard for me to install, but now that it's installed, I never have to touch it. I think it's really cool. Yeah, uh, Jeff's head was too big for the cable cones. <laughs> He's trying to use it. He's like, my hair is still really tangled. I don't know what's up with these combs. Where do these come from? And final, final, final question uh, for all three of you. Any questions for me and Ivan? Or for the community? Ooh. I got one for Ivan. Uh-oh. Shoot. What gives you the right? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think you are? Why do you think you can act the way you do? <laughs> Hmm. Is that a serious question? No, no. Actually, my question is, well, how do you get your hair to look so nice every day? Actually, yeah, I don't know either. It's really weird. Uh, I've had like the same haircut my entire life, with the exception of uh, my twenties when I had long hair. <laughs> um, but my hair, like, I really don't even try to style it or anything. I literally just get some stuff, some pomade in my hands. What kind? Suavecito. Uh, Old Spice. Oh, yeah. I go like this, and then I just rub it through my hair, and then I walk out, and it just, I don't know, just goes like that by itself. Mine takes You're a little bit to, to where I need to get it to. I'm like, I'm, I'm transitioning to different hairstyles right now, so it's not looking the right way. Yeah. I have a question for Dennis as well. Uh -huh. If you could beat anyone in the FGC at any game, who would it be? Oh. And in what game? Sonic Fox at every game, so I can steal, <laughs> so I can steal his fursuit and wear it as a pelt. <laughs> oh, good answer. Yeah. I'd be like, uh, I don't, I don't know if you guys watch anime, but if you ever seen Doctor Stone, like that show, that's like, I think it's, I think the first season's already done, but this dude wears like he literally killed a lion and then he wore it as a pelt, and I'm like, that's what I want to do. I want to wear, I want to wear that fursuit helmet on top of my head as like a trophy, like I murdered the Evo champion. That's so a really good uh, anime slash fighting game slash. Uh, personal story that you shared Dennis <laughs> great it's gonna happen I'm training right now. <laughs> I'm, currently, I'm currently in the hyperbolic time chamber ready to go <laughs> okay um, uh, I'm sorry. what's your guys oh, yeah. favorite meme uh, right now it's Star Wars pinball awesome game I think you uh, said meme oh meme it is a meme <laughs> that um, game is a meme <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah Star Wars pinball um, my favorite meme right now is probably one that we haven't done, even though me and Dennis were spitballing a lot of uh, ideas back and forth. Was uh, the one that's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell my kids this was 
whatever. Um, like, for example, uh, Odd Future tweeted, I'm going to tell my kids this was Obama, and it was a picture of Tyler, the creator. Um, <laughs> yeah. When we were, like, going back and forth, we've always, like, idea, like, uh, like a picture of Poochie, and then say, like, I'm going to tell my kids this was Sesame Street or something dumb. This was One Piece or something like that. Yeah, yeah. but <clears throat> that's probably my favorite meme right now. Um, we just haven't come up with a good one yet. Yeah, we're working on it. My favorite meme, I don't know, honestly. Because, like, I just hop onto the next one. Like, my favorite meme is whatever is the funny thing right now because then I can, like, let my creativity kind of fly. Because, like, who cares about old memes? Jeff. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> well, actually, okay. Baby gift. <laughs> my old, my my favorite old meme, quote unquote, is actually a website, and it's YTMND because I spent a lot of hours on YTMND back in the day, which is like the, yep, yeah, and and I would spend hours cracking up. That was yeah. that's my favorite favorite meme. It okay. stands for "You're the Man Now, Dog," and it was these web pages with just tiled gifts and an audio clip playing on loop. And they would just yeah, just be tying the image. It's basically like uh, it's like our version of like vines, I guess, you know, really short jokes. You had to get right away or they wouldn't hit. Had a voting system. And the map was impeccable. <laughs> <laughs> it's like YouTube for gamers. Yep. All right. Uh, any last questions for us guys before we go ahead and close this out? Uh, when are you guys coming up to SF? I don't know. I know Ivan doesn't want to go anywhere. No, I, I love San Francisco. <laughs> San Francisco is my favorite city in the whole world. Um, That's but weird. I want to go up there when I don't have to work. That's true. Come for, come for our holiday party. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh. I wasn't invited, but I will. We don't we haven't been invited yet either. <laughs> <laughs> we were wondering if you knew about it. Uh, so actually, I didn't want to tell you this now. I can tell you this off the podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> tell us in person then. <laughs> we'll do it. Okay, so with that, guys, thank you very much uh, for joining us on the podcast. Uh, Jeff, Joe, and Sitong, uh, really appreciate it. Thank you for all the work you guys do with Cam. Uh, we will be adding the Cam rolls soon onto the uh, server and, you know, ask us questions anywhere. And, you know, we're here for you. If you have a problem with Cam or anything, please let us know. Because if you don't know, then we can't fix it. Yes. And, uh, you know. Thanks for, for everything, guys. Thanks for taking the time. I know you guys are really, really busy with unannounced products that you'd really want to talk about, as I can tell. <laughs> Thanks, guys. It was fun. All right. Wish I could say the same. <laughs> All right. Bye. Don't forget to meet your mics. Bye. 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 Yes. Hello. I was wondering if you could play that song again. Hmm. Which one, man? The one that goes beep, boop, 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 pop, beep, boop, 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 pop, boop, 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 pop.